welcome to Four-Legged Kids Unleashed, a peek inside 25 years of private care for St. Louis pet families. I'm Janie Budnick, president and founder of Four-Legged Kids. Get ready for stories from the trenches, along with a bit of advice for you pet parents out there, because our day is way more than cuddling your cute puppers and fluffers. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. So one of my first memories as a child, I was, wow, it's really hard for me to figure this out because I do recall it's something I never told my parents about because I was, I don't know, embarrassed that I was going to get in trouble. So I would probably say I was maybe three or four years old. You know how, you know, if you've had had kids, you tell your kids, don't go near those outlets. Well, back in the 70s, I don't think that we had outlet covers. At least we didn't have them in my house. And for some reason, I had the brilliant idea to pick up that little metal thing that mommy put in her hair and stick it in that gloriously enticing hole in the wall. And then ended up getting zapped, of course, with uh, 110 volts of electricity. And I remember being so surprised. It's one of those like core memories that I have. I don't know if that really uh, caused me to make decisions in my life from that core memory. Like, ooh, let's approach things a little bit more cautiously or maybe even throw cautious the wind and let's just start doing things without thinking about it. I, I don't know. I'm sure I learned a lesson somewhere in there, but... Um, you know, that's one of my first ideas that I had of, ooh, wow, like really not thinking through things. And of course, I have, I have a two-year-old now. Some of you might not know that I uh, did uh, forget about the birds and the bees, and uh, therefore I had another little happy, we absolutely love him bonus baby when I was 46 years old, but Ozzy is, is now two. And you can always see his little mind working. He gets bored and he always likes to get into things. So you watch him and it's just, it's that toddler stuff. We, of course, thought that we were prepared for having a toddler in the house. We put locks on the cabinets. We did buy, of course, the little plastic outlet covers and and put those in the in the outlets and watched for our cords and of course we we don't allow any corded window treatments in our home and we just thought that we were doing everything right but of course you know he always finds something to get into anyway right isn't that the way it happens there's always something that we miss when we try to baby proof our house So when was the last time you pet-proofed your house? And have you checked to make sure that your pet is safe in your own home? Especially that your pet is safe when you travel or when you are not home. And perhaps maybe your dog walker or pet sitter is and is going to have a little bit of challenge when you are not there. We have had so many instances where people have not thought about 
things that they have left out, different situations, ways that your pets can get themselves in trouble or even in danger. Um, They are like toddlers and we definitely need to look at our homes from your pet's perspective to see what kind of potential issues there might be whenever you're gone. So one, of course, that is totally present front of mind right now. I have two dogs that have been long-term boarding with me. Um, Of course, we are needing to find a home for them because of their family situation. So if you happen to know of anyone that is looking to take into their home a couple of older dogs. These are nine-year-old senior labs, but yet very energetic. So you can certainly get a hold of me if you know of anyone. But back to it. Very, very mindful of this because they are counter surfers. Absolutely darling dogs, but you know, labs, they have appetites. They are no strangers to food and treats and try to find them in any place possible. So one thing that you definitely have to make sure you do is prevent your dogs from getting to any food items. It's amazing how industrious they can become whenever they're home by themselves and perhaps are getting bored and they learn how to open pantries. They, even if they don't usually get on the counter, somehow they figure out that there is something on that counter that's way more interesting than what is on the floor. So you always want to make sure that you look at everything from your dog's perspective so they can't get any of those food items because if you have never dealt with a dog with garbage gut from eating too much food and what ends up coming out the opposite end, you don't want to do that, and, and please, please do not have your pet sitter or dog walker do that either. Another one that is surprising how often this happens, and you probably would never think of it, but medications. I don't know particularly what it is about medication bottles. Perhaps um, it is just something new and interesting. Of course, it could potentially be something that they have seen you as their owner with repeatedly and it has your smell on it. Perhaps there is a medication in the bottle or container that is normally treat flavored and they want to get to that. But many times we will find chewed up medication bottles. Now, sometimes it will just have teeth marks in it. It will have been batted around on the floor a little bit and the dog is safe because nothing has been ingested. But there have been occasions where unfortunately we have to call the owner and find out how many pills were actually in this bottle because the rest of them are on the floor and the bottle is empty. So that is a really, really dangerous situation that sometimes we have to deal with and even taking your pets to an emergency veterinarian just for those types of circumstances. So if you do like to keep medication out on the counter, of course you can push that back to the back wall. That is one great thing that you can do. We have had dogs though that somehow get super creative and get to it anyway. So one of the things that we do recommend otherwise is put it in the microwave. That is the best case scenario for keeping your pets out of any type of medication bottles is put them in the microwave before you leave. Or of course, if we find that we have to, we will put them in the microwave and let you know that's where they are when you get back. 
So definitely make sure that you have them up and out of your pet's reach so you don't cause any issues. One of our recent issues with, was with a bloodhound named Hazel who ended up getting a hold of an ibuprofen bottle and ingested a lot of ibuprofen. So consider it's not necessarily always your pet's medication. This could be medication maybe you left out on your bathroom counter or your nightstand, anything like that that your dogs can get a hold of. So if you have a mischievous pet, then you definitely want to go around at dog's height and see what they can get to, what might be interesting or new. Another thing that we have had fairly recently, there are all of these um, cooktops, the digital cooktops that you just, you know, touch the buttons and you change the temperatures. Make sure you lock those before you leave. We've had situations where they mysteriously come on. We've actually had that at our own house where we will come in and a burner will be on. And we have discovered it's from our cats walking across the stove or the cooktop. Now, you guys might have absolutely amazingly well-trained cats that don't get on counters or anything like that, but we have four cats and they kind of rule our house. So I can say, yes, we do clean the counters before we eat because we know somebody has probably been twinkle-toeing across the countertop. So make sure that your cats are not able to turn on any of your burners on your cooktops or if you have gas stoves those knobs if you have locking knobs so uh, your cat or even your dog if they do jump up cannot hit that and turn the gas on with their paws that is very important another thing that we've had issues with yes a lab who got a hold of roach bait stations uh, we went into a home that had those around the house, and there were several of them that were chewed apart. So roach bait, not good for a dog, right? You always hear the stories of, oh, don't leave your antifreeze out because it's sweet and dogs want to eat it. Well, any kind of bait stations, of course, they they bait those nasty crawlies because it tastes sweet and interesting and attracts them. So roach bait, any ant bait, anything like that. Um, I mean, the sometimes the little sticky traps can get stuck to paws. There are so many things that can be a hazard in your house. So if you are taking care of those little creepy crawlies or um, putting anything out for mice, make sure it's not anywhere close to your pet's reach because if it's going to happen, it's going to happen when you're out of town. I'm just saying, be kind to your pet sitters and dog walkers. Of course, you know, you have pets who might be absolutely wonderful when you were home and would never, never misbehave because they're absolute angels. But for some reason, when you are gone, they are going to possibly get bored because there's not enough stimulation or maybe they have a little bit of anxiety when you're gone and, and you're not right there with them and they might act differently than normal. We have had uh, doors clawed up. We have had drywall chewed off next to the doors. We have had carpet chewed up. Uh, we have had, um, oh my goodness, we have had power cords. Definitely watch out for those laptop and phone power cords. Those can get chewed up. 
trash cans. Please, please, if you have a dog that enjoys getting in your trash, please pick up those cans and put them out of your dog's reach. There is nothing like coming in a door and having an entire trail of someone's nasty trash from the door to their bedroom, bathroom. Yes, we don't like picking that up. So please put trash cans up and out of the way. We don't want to know what leftovers you had a couple of days ago that might have been accidentally left in your trash. So please don't contribute to possible garbage gut for your pets. And of course, I guess if we really want to talk about the base of this, if you have a dog that is a puppy or possibly has not been left alone and um, proofed on being in the house by themselves, please kennel your pets or have them isolated in a particular area. We have had situations where, unfortunately, the majority of our entire visit is spent cleaning up, whether it is messes that are created, whether it's pet accidents, whatever the situation is. We would much rather spend that time loving and playing with your pets instead of cleaning up after them. So kennels and isolating to a particular room is so important. That will prevent so many issues down the road if you forget to pet-proof your house. Uh, you definitely, definitely want to consider doing that to keep them safe. So think of all of those different things. Food, think of medications that are left out. Think about those stoves and anything that they can accidentally turn on that could be a hazard to them. Any kind of bait stations. Just look around your entire home from the point of view of your pets so you can get everything pet-proofed just like you would if you needed to baby-proof your home. So that is all that I have for today. Thank you for listening to the Four-Legged Kids Unleashed podcast. Make it a great weekend. Thank you for listening to this episode of Four-Legged Kids Unleashed. If you are needing dog walking and pet sitting yourself, check out our website at fourleggedkids.com. And as always, if you have a warm heart for another cold nose, make sure you visit one of our sponsored shelters at fourleggedkids.com forward slash rescue.